Hey, oozes and bunnies. This is a preview of the most recent party planning, an extra podcast that the Join the Party crew makes for our Patreon. If you want to listen to the whole thing, go to patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. Check out this preview. It's party planning. Whoa, Amanda, hi. What's up, ghouls? How you not doing? Not much, not much. You know, it, it's been, the weather's been terrible, but mm-hmm. it really is getting me into spooky season vibes. Like, you know, there's something about weeks and weeks of sunshine where I'm just like, it doesn't feel like fall anymore. And then like a week of rain hits and you're like, okay, that's that's what that's supposed to feel like. Got it. Cool. Yep. Now I remember. Yep. I love it. I need to light all my candles and all my lights, and I am fully ready for the fall. Yeah, we have been decorating inside because the weather has been so terrible that we can't really decorate outside, but I have been really enjoying just, like, we, like, fully last weekend did, like, a went to Spirit Halloween, went to Michael's, went to Target, went to, like, a bunch of different places that have Halloween decorations out and, like, fully went all out in terms of decorating inside the house. And just, like, the nice part, too, about, like, Michael's selling Halloween stuff is a lot of the stuff is like, I might leave this up all year round. I might leave this up all year round because uh, it's really cute. Like I got like these, it's like supposed to be like witch's brew elements, but it's yeah. like four in like a little like wooden holder for like, um, what's it called? Uh, science beakers, like, you know, like test uh, tubes. Test tubes. Yeah. Uh, but they're like full of like, you know, uh, little mushrooms and uh, like, like you know, kind of like all greenery and stuff decor. like that. I'm like, that's all year round decor. And then last I year that. I got like a really cool like palmistry hand that is also all year round decor that has just been out in my house for the past year. So incredible. I'm it's a big like, fan of. Yeah. Yeah. For like 30, 35 days a year, all the shops are Julia themed is really what's happening here. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. great for you. Um, but it Julia, is. what what on earth does this have to do with with Durblins and Durblins and role playing games and what we're doing here today in party planning? Well, Amanda, I think that because we are about to go into October, the spookiest month, and I'm sure a mm-hmm. lot of people are like perhaps planning on doing maybe some spooky one shots or like introducing a spooky arc into their campaigns. I wanted to give them an option, and you amazingly suggested when we were like, hey, what what should we do for this party planning? You're like, we should make a haunted house. And so I, being the fabulous improviser that I am, said, (laughs) yes, and Amanda. And I think we're going to make a haunted house that our our listeners, our friends here at Join the Party can uh, use for their campaign. But we're going to randomize it in creating our haunted house. So what I have for us today is, one second, I have to lean down to get the reveal. Oh my God, a prop, a reveal? I have the box set for Betrayal in the House of the Hill, which is a very fun game, uh, which I'm very excited to break out with uh, some friends for a game night in October. But if you have not played this game, let me put this back down. Yeah, it's the first game that I ever played with Eric and his friends, um, and I have never heard of it until he brought it up. And now every time we bring it up anywhere, everyone's like, oh, my God, this game is so good. Uh, And it's so much fun. 
Yes. So it is a game where you are playing like uh, a bunch of characters who are exploring a haunted house and you kind of reveal the rooms as you explore. So the house is very randomized because you don't know what the rooms are that you're going to be getting. And uh, it kind of leads into various different situations. There's a lot of different outcomes in the game, which I think is really interesting. So it gives it a lot of like replayability. But for this case, they have these like really interesting cards. So like, for example, uh, you get like a card that looks like that. It tells you what floor the uh, the room that you're about to reveal is. And then yeah. you turn and it so over for, um, and you get something like the patio. Exactly. So for audio listeners, um, the card depicts like a three-storied house. The bottom floor is basement, the middle floor is ground, and the top floor is, I think, top floor uh, or something. I I don't know how they refer to it. It just says upper. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, And then when you flip the card over, uh, it has like a different texture or feature of the room. So the one Julia just held up had uh, what, like little ruins? patio yeah yeah. so it has like a cobblestone on it with exits marked um so you know as you put it down on the board in the actual gameplay what the you know how it can connect to other parts of the home Mm -hmm. yes uh so you basically create a haunted house with this game so rather than like making ourselves an actual house i think we're just going to randomly pull these to describe the rooms that you are experiencing in this haunted house and to give us a little bit more flavy because like patio is fun but like amanda what if i hit on our generate random adjectives uh page that i have here Ooh. and you get annoying what would oh. the patio look like if it was quote unquote annoying and that's how well, we're going to build the haunted house <laughs> I, my mind is already racing. I love this so much. Uh, excellent job. Let's do it. All right. So what we're going to do is we'll go back and forth on like pulling a card and leading kind of like how we do for uh, side quests. Yes. Uh, and the other person can obviously yes end and like give some additional feedback and stuff like that. But we're going to create, let's say, how many rooms do you want to do today, Amanda? Let's do at least seven rooms. All right, so we're going to do at least seven rooms for you to include in your haunted house that you can then share with your uh, your players at home. I love this, and I love it for DMs and GMs at home because, A, you can obviously use any system to encounter these uh, these rooms, but B, mm-hmm. just like Eric often talks about with kind of like DMing, like having a hand of cards, you can shuffle the order and save one for later and, you know, reposition things as you need to. You can have people run into these rooms in whatever order you like yeah. and, uh, you know, however way. Like, I think that's a really, really smart and adaptable thing that folks can use in their home games. Absolutely. So let's get the the party started. Amanda, would you like to start with patio and annoying? Yes, I had some ideas already. So here's my thought. Um, and Julie, I I'm think you hold up the card for inspiration. Oh yes, go. Thank you. Um, I think you have to help me here a little bit, just with like the the mechanics and the game system. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that a really annoying patio to encounter as an adventurer would be, um, you know, it had a beautiful cobblestone there on the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the tile should be really uneven, and so that's a just annoying to to walk on. Uh, but mm-hmm. B, uh, as soon as you start adventuring across the patio, I think that classic thing happens where you step on the wrong tile and then a giant pit opens up out of which a bunch of cicadas and locusts fly. Oh, that is annoying. I will say that's pretty annoying. Yep. I thought, I think patio crickets chirping and that's where I went. 
Yes, no. So I think uh, in terms of mechanics for what you suggested, Amanda, I would say like maybe the entire room is difficult terrain, which makes, uh, you know, fleeing it much more difficult as well. And then we can definitely do like swarm of locusts. I know that there's uh, some interesting mechanics in, um, I can't remember which uh, third party it is, but there's a third party book that does like bar brawls and swarms and stuff like that. Nice. So that would be really interesting in either fighting your way through or getting away from this swarm of locusts and crickets and whatnot, which I uh, hits very uh, home to me because the first year <laughs> in this house around this time, we started getting like a real bad cricket uh, problem. Uh, yes. And like not even like the scary camel crickets, you know what I mean? Like the ones that like kind of jump backwards and like look like they're from hell. No, just regular field crickets who are loud as fuck. So maybe you also like yeah. the when Some you first damage? enter... Yeah, I was going to say, when you first enter the room, maybe you have to do, like, a wisdom saving throw because the crickets are so fucking loud, you can't hear yourself think. I think that's really good. And I also, a, a, a dilemma I come across when playing Join the Party is often, like, do we stop down and take time to, like, solve this problem, tie up this loose end, make sure this thing doesn't come back to bite us later? And most of the time we're like, nah, it'll be fine. Uh, and so I would say that if players can navigate across the room and exit to the next one, that's a choice. But the DM can either roll or keep track of time and the swarm speed uh, to see if the swarm catches up to people later via mm. air ducts or via, you know, entrances and exits into other rooms. Yeah, like it spreads or follows you or goes into a room that you haven't anticipated yet or haven't explored yet is really interesting. I like that, Amanda, because like yeah. if you don't deal with the problem you let those bugs out. You hit that button, the hole opened. Those bugs aren't just going to stay in that room. Haunts you, baby. Haunts you, baby. And that's what the haunted house is all about. <laughs> I don't know why I did a John Ralphio <laughs> voice there, but hey. Hey, that's my it's new character about. voice. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah. All right. So that is our patio. I love it. Um, I'm going to draw the next one, which is the coal chute. Oh, boy. The coal oh, this chute. Is helpful. Yes. All right, so we see here just a, a very, you know, as you would picture, a metal chute with coal mm -hmm. going down it. Yes, uh, and in the mechanics of the game, uh, Betrayal, it's um, a one-way slide to the basement landing. So that yes. is uh, useful. I also have the adjective uh, from our random generator, evasive. An evasive coal chute? Oh, Julia. <laughs> that was great. My favorite part was the accent work. If you like that, you gotta hear the rest of Party Planning by joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod.